Hello and welcome to our podcast, Life in Law, hosted by Acorn Recruitment in connection with the Swansea JOD. I'm Michael Ives, Legal Recruitment Specialist, and with us today we have up and coming Legal Assistant, Abby Hawthorne. And thank you for joining me. How are you? Yes, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you very much. Just um, continuing the, the working from home lifestyle. It's certainly unique. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I've gone back to the office now, so... It's nice to be back with people, but uh, yes, it's also nice working from home with the flexibility. What's that like then? I was obviously um, getting used to being away from the office. It's been um, just taking some some adaptability, but getting back to the office must be a bit jarring. Um, it was at first, but you realise how much of a social creature you are when you get back into the office and you mingle with people and obviously I've just taken this role as well so I'm not only just meeting people but I'm meeting new people for the first time as well and obviously getting used to new surroundings. Yeah that's interesting and um, well, I, was hoping to, um, I was hoping to have you on the podcast um, because I think it's important to have a, a broad spectrum of individuals with different levels of experience on the podcast and um, obviously you're still quite junior in your career. So, um, so why did you um, sort of look to move, into, move your career into the law? Yeah, so I did legal junior, legal assistant work back 10, 12 years ago. So I worked in a criminal practice as a, as a junior, doing papers, bail appointments, doing minutes for court hearings, etc. And before that, I'd worked in a very cutthroat um, repossession debt recovery market, which really wasn't for me. But um, the reason that I'd um, left was because when the legal aid cuts came in and I was working in a criminal practice, I just, just couldn't survive. And then I ended up working for a printing company for a very long time. And then I worked for IT in the NHS up until... Um, October and then I decided right okay it's what I wanted to do I put it off longer than I should have done and I just thought right if I'm going to go for it I'm going to go for it now um, I had a very long conversation with my partner Ben and he said right come on let's do it let's go for it and within two weeks I started studying so distance learning with Silex Law School um, so I study in my own time and I'd also lined up some job interviews and I've been fortunate enough to not only get through the end, but also get placed somewhere within about a month. So I've been, um, I've been quite lucky. Yeah, that's, that's very impressive to be fair to um, decide I want to get into the law and one month later have a, have a good job in the yeah. law as well. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you about um, mm. the Silex course you're doing, you said a distance course. So how does that work exactly? Is, is it all based online? Yeah, so you get your books sent to you from Silex Law School. So the enrollment process was really easy. I had a phone conversation with one of the um, tutors to give me an idea of what courses I wanted to, I should buy, depending upon what my interests were. So the first one I've started studying, which is Level 3 Certificate and um, Introduction to Law and Practice with family law and practice and client care and legal research so that's my first batch you've got to complete the course in 15 months so you get all your textbooks in hard copy and then you get access to a virtual learning portal 
which has all of your content. You've got webinars, we've got videos, we've got a support network with all students so you can post messages about parts of the course to each other. You've also got um, tutors that you can message, you can sit past papers. Um, and I think that it's re it's, it really works for me because it might not work for everyone, but it really works for me because I can study in my lunch break. I can study at home before work. I can study with my books on the train. I can study online, but you can also get instant feedback. You can sit mock exams and know exactly where you are. So at the moment I'm sitting a mock exam every week to see if my score is increasing and it is so that I can get to the pass mark that I want to be able to achieve. Um, but it is good from a flexibility point of view. If you prefer classroom, then obviously a college would be better. But to be able to balance work and studying, I think that it's a great way of doing it. So how does it work in terms of support? Because my concern would be if I was doing an online course, I'd be, um, I'd be a little bit left in the lurch on my own to figure things out. No, well, you've got so you could, you've got your tutors. You've got tutors that you can reach out to. You can post questions on the board. You've also really, you've really got to be disciplined as well. So, you know, some weeks I'm better than others, and I'm still early in my my learning process. But I've I've got a, an, an old fashioned way of doing it. I've got a paper diary. I write down my hours of study. I write down my scores that I've achieved that week and what I want to achieve for next week. I have an alarm on my phone to make sure that I'm up to study before work. Um, I have some evenings and no television rule before 8.30 so that I can study. So you do have to have discipline, but the support is there and there's a lot of it. Interesting. And, and going on to your, um, your, your new role as a um, sort of conveyancing legal assistant, so obviously you've been doing it a month or so now, is it? Um, I just wanted to, so what, what, what does that month kind of look like in terms of activities and stuff that you've learned? What, you know, what would a newly, a newly, a new conveyancer be in, be in for? <laughs> yeah, well, I start, I've started out, um, doing post-completion work. So helping at the end of the process. So letting the client know that we've exchanged, completed, getting documents um, uploaded to the land registry, doing the um, final bits and pieces there and learning some of the start of the process. So onboarding the client, making sure the client's paperwork is in order, their identity is verified. Um, and then maybe ordering searches and so on. So I'm learning bits and pieces every week. Um, but I feel in the short time that I've been here, the, the team here is great. Um, it's very busy. You know, if you're going to go into conveyancing, be prepared to work hard. But I'm with a great team of people who I'm sure in time will become my friends. And there's never a silly question. There's always someone you can talk to. And providing you've got a bit of support behind you, you know, you're, and you're prepared to actually just muck in and get stuck in, I think anyone will go far. Excellent. And is there almost a clear roadmap as to, you know, where you'll be learning in terms of education next? 
Yeah, so um, with regards to the job that I'm in, um, so I'm going to be learning um, how to look at inquiries, how to look at documents that come back, how to determine from searches what we need to, to know about property and so on. And then obviously from my own learning point of view, so once this year is up now, um, and I've done my my first my first year, um, then I'm going to be looking at adding a couple of more learning units in. So obviously, property is the next unit after after family, and then I'll probably be looking at maybe a, a civil uh, or commercial property, or maybe involved in that, and then maybe having a look at some more of. Um, maybe having a look at a tort, maybe bills and probate and so on. So I think because I am doing Salix and I'm not just doing um, CLC, I've got the opportunity to study other areas. Okay, and, and in terms of the Silex, um, it's level three you're doing, isn't it? Like, so um, in, is it yeah, level five you're moving to afterwards? Um, it's, so it's just, so it's level three certificate, then level three diploma, then level six certificate, then level six diploma. So they've got rid of a lot of the, the in-between areas now and they've kind of like condensed it. So, um, and I think, you know, having 15 months to do the entire thing, it looks daunting, but when you actually break it down and you realize that you need 70 hours per module and you just, you know, work them in order, make sure you're in time for your exams start getting feedback on your work early you'll you'll do really well I just think that the the Silex route is you know it's less daunting than a degree because you can break it down it's not as expensive as a degree either and I think it is better it is more more able to be balanced if you are a working professional yeah, and like you know, a, you've got a lot of working hours. You may have a family, etc. A lot of people have said that. To be honest with you, obviously the the traditional LLB LBC training contract route is obviously very well trodden. Um, but I think a modern, mm -hmm. flexible route, and um, the Silex route, is really, really, really become very popular and one that a lot of people undertake. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with you. I think it's ideal if you want to work alongside it, especially if you lucky enough to get yourself a job in the law as well it's kind of the best of both worlds then really yeah exactly. yeah and i'm surrounded by people who have completed silex who are studying it who are just starting out so i'm i'm surrounded by people who have either been in the same boat as me or who are studying it at the moment and it's great because you could share you know a bit of knowledge you can share how you keep yourself on track and you've, I've got a little bit of a network through my work now who are doing exactly the same as what I am and know the pressures that I'm up against. That's really nice, isn't it? Like a little community of people you can bounce ideas off and really help each other out. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you as well, yeah. um, just, just regarding um, your, your role you, you've got now. A lot of people listening might be wondering, you know, how you secured that role as, as a legal assistant, what, what were the steps to, that you took to, to secure the role? Well, I first found some really great legal recruiters. So obviously that's how our paths initially crossed mm -hmm. a few months ago. 
when I was looking for some legal recruiters to help me get myself into a position where I could be marketable again. Because obviously I've been out of the legal sector for so long, there was a concern that I wouldn't be marketable in without much experience. So what I was able to do was I, I've, I teamed up with not many, but only a few, I think it was two, maybe three legal recruiters locally. We reworked my CV, tried to highlight the transferable skills and what legal experience that I did have, albeit it was a while ago, and um, just really tried to focus on the areas of what I had done in the past and what I'd learned since and what I could bring as a transferable skill to the table. Was it you know, being customer focused, could that, could you be client focused because you've worked in, you know, because you've been customer focused, you know, can you be organized and resilient and so on? So being able to, I think working for the NHS for a few years has really given me some skills and also working in a um, printing company for seven years for a director helped me get my organizational skills and everything really up there. And I think that is, sometimes it's not necessarily about the experience. Sometimes it's what you can offer as an individual. So what I would say to anyone who is looking at these jobs and thinking, oh my God, I probably can't get them. Just have a go, just have a go. Apply, if you get the interview, have the conversation just shine a light on what you're good at not maybe what you don't have show your willingness to learn that and just show what you've got what you can bring and what you can transfer and that's basically what i did and that's how i am where i am now i think that's a really good um some really good advice because i think it's very easy to get hung up on the experience you don't have and forget about what you actually can offer so I think that I think that's a really positive yeah. advice. What um what was the interview process like? I know it can be very daunting interviews. What was it? What was it like for you? Yeah. To be fair, the interview process was a very casual conversation. It wasn't overly formal. It wasn't overly um, staged with different questions. It was a. It was actually over a Zoom meeting like this. Um, it was you know, less than 45 minutes, we just had a conversation. We ran through some of my experience and it was more of a, you know, have you done this before? Do you think you can help with this? Um, you know, how's your organization? How, so it wasn't a very structured interview, but I, I feel that those overly structured interviews seem to be a thing of the past. I think that, a lot of them just seem to have more of a natural flow of conversation, a little bit of competency in there somewhere. But, you know, the two ladies that interviewed me were really, really lovely and I work with them both now. And they made it like just like a conversation. There was no stuffiness. There was no um, difficult moments. It was just a really, really pleasant conversation where we exchanged ideas bounced information around, spoke about what I wanted to achieve in the future, what they were looking for in, in an assistant, and basically we just went from there. 
Excellent. And what um, kind of preparation did you undertake for the interview? So, um, so I knew for a couple of days that I was going to be meeting with them. So I had a look at their website, I had a look at their people, I had a little bit of a look at the company on LinkedIn, as a lot of people do now. Um, I also had a look, because obviously I was going into um, conveyancing, I also had a look at their Trustpilot reviews. You know, I was quite interested to see what their clients were saying. Which is which is great. The, you know the feedback that we've got is 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 really really up there, um, because it's always interesting to see what the clients say. Because a business can sell themselves to someone. That's what a business does. But it's interesting to see what the clients say. What the clients are saying. Whereas years ago, you didn't have that opportunity because you know the internet wasn't what it is now. So that was a bit of bit of my research I also looked up the ladies who were going to be interviewing me as well and um, obviously learned that they were doing Silex through the process so um, yeah so that was a massive help just do a little bit of research just look them up look look up what their clients are saying look up the people you're meeting on LinkedIn and and try and learn a little bit about them before you meet them okay brilliant I think that's a great place to leave things yeah thanks so much for coming on the podcast that's all right. You're welcome. Take care. I really enjoyed that. It was very interesting to hear from someone earlier on in their career than our usual guests we have. I think the guests demonstrated really well um, that if you want a career in the law, you just have to go out there and be proactive and draw upon the relevant experience that you have and really believe in yourself. And I enjoyed hearing about um, a Silex process in detail too. For more content soon, take care. Thank you. 